listening to the What Happens When podcast. What happens when two guys in front of a laptop talking about God knows what? And here is your host, Gene Van Horn. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the world's second most dangerous podcast. I'm your host, Gene Van Horn. Chiming back in, and with me tonight, my main man, the Mac Daddy, Slim Diggity Fresh. <laughs> the one and only, Just Mike. Hey. Hey. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here. We're not queer hmm. yeah not i don't yeah i don't i don't think so i don't think so either although we do know that just mike did do gay porn that is a show fact show fact apparently show fact we made that last episode uh if you are new to the show we are a uh show of a couple of guys friends family brethren uh that have decided to bring our family arguments public and you know just talks that we have uh in general to let everybody know that we uh are great at what we do and we're great at being awesome and uh my main man just mike will hit you with the psa quick psa we say we want to on this show and if you don't like it fuck you ladies and gentlemen there you have it folks so we make up our own facts don't you dare fact check us. Never. Let me catch a motherfucker. Let me catch a motherfucker trying to fact check some shit. And you will get the hell beat out of you. Right upside your motherfucking head. Ass grass, ladies and ass gentlemen. Ass and grass. Grass and ass. <laughs> I thought we were supposed to have a, uh, a guest or something today. We, we were. She, she ended up having to push it back. Uh, she'll be back. She'll actually be on next week, which is why I didn't advertise it on the stream. Uh, like on the on the show on the Facebook or anything that we were having a guest tonight, uh, okay. she ended up having to do something for work, so she she'll be on next week. Yeah, she better hope like hell I'm not here next week. Why? I'm gonna give her hell. Okay. <laughs> How the hell are you gonna not show up to the podcast? Exactly for free, like you're supposed to. Right. Word the big bird nerd. Um, we got any, um, assholes in the comments? No, not yet. We got somebody with two people watching, no comments just yet, but welcome to those two people. Uh, so you were, you were looking at some crypto news. I saw some weird stock news. Uh, did you see, did you see the news going on with, uh, GameStop? I wanted to talk to you about it earlier. No, I didn't. What happened? Mackenzie says, I'm here. Oh uh, Lord. Uh, <laughs> there goes the neighborhood. You feel me? Fuck They're letting anybody just watch this show nowadays. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. Uh, <laughs> um. So, so GameStop, like last week, was somewhere at like, I don't know, two cents or two twenty dollars or some some ridiculously GameStop. low amount of uh twenty three dollars is what their stock was, like yeah. a week ago. And then for some reason on Reddit, people decided to start pumping it, like yeah. a cryptocurrency. Yeah. Uh and it's literally the highest volume stock on the stock market today. It was over twenty point two billion dollars. Good. On the Great. stock market. It's currently trading right now at two oh nine. Why? That's the stupidest thing ever. 
Because GameStop is not going to last. Yeah, that that's a dying breed, and, and you know who knows what's going on there. But uh, for some reason, Reddit decided that it was it was. I guess they were trying to stick it to the short sellers, like the people that buy for the short gain, you know, to get to pump and dump. Yeah, and they just decided to like push GameStop over, and with this push, I mean, maybe they're not going to go anywhere, right? No, GameStop is going. They're like, there's no reason for a storefront video game store where you can download all of the games anymore. It doesn't make any sense. That's true, which is why I, I invested in UOS so that What's you can resell it. It's a cryptocurrency, so you can resell your uh, your your digital media downloads. Yeah, well, no, that's interesting. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's pretty interesting. So, by the way, uh, we are now on Verbal, which is a new podcast website. It's in beta right now, but they uh, reached out to me and they hosted our podcast there as well as uh, as well as on our main home anchor, anchor.fm. But okay. we're now on Verbal, so V-U-R-B-L dot com. Why do people got to come up with these dumbass extra spellings and shit? Uh, probably because the regular way to spell Verbal was probably taken. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, well, fuck Verbal. Well... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for putting us on your uh your platform, but fuck you guys. There you Basically. go. Um <laughs> the number one featured episode on that show is uh episode 70, James Gunn and the Pedo Fallout. <laughs> what? Uh What a that's... weird fucking title. Yeah, yeah, who titles these things? I don't know. I mean, yeah, that that whole thing with James Gunn that's kind of fucked up, but Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't fuck with pedophiles. Um, yeah, me neither. Um, but, you know, that's 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 their shit. Are we going to fucking, are we going to bring the Mac Macadilly on here at some point? No, 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 no. So shout out to Macadilly. Her birthday is tomorrow. She's uh She's got some things going tonight, so she won't be joining us uh, as oh. far as a participant today. She's just a okay. listener. Okay. Well, shout out to that punk ass... Uh, uh, fucking, uh, pedo lover. Uh. <laughs> so, so just to bring up a topic of, of what we talked about last week, uh, we were talking. She said, "Love y'all, though." We were talking to a a, a friend of ours, mine and Mackenzie, and uh, Mackenzie was explaining to her, you know, what we were talking about on the podcast. So then Mackenzie mm-hmm. asked her the question of how far is too far with your husband would you go and yeah you know mckenzie was like like would you peg him and she was she was as mckenzie was saying that the person was saying like i i have gone past the point that i would have gone normally for my husband which is pegging wow yeah look first of all i want this this i want this is going to be a, this this like I'm looking right now. I'm looking dead into the camera. You guys can't see it. I'm looking right into the camera. I want you to. I want you to understand something. I'm fixing to say. It's super serious. If your husband wants to get pegged, he's gay. <laughs> wow. And it's and he's doing everything he can to stay with you. Right. Um, but he wants he wants the pipe between the cheeks. Yeah. 
He's not not just wants the pipe. He's he's getting the pipe between the cheeks. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna convince you to be a guy for him for the night. Yeah, he does convince her. That's what that's she she does it. Uh, I hope she's listening. Your husband's gay. And uh but whatever, you know, like it's nothing wrong with being gay. Right. It's just uh it's, it's, I find it to be difficult to be gay in a monogamously straight relationship, I, I would imagine. I was going to say, you find it difficult. <laughs> Wait, I, I mean, I, I, find, I find that to be, yeah. Okay. I find it to be difficult. Right. No, that, that is difficult. That it would be definitely difficult to be gay in a straight <laughs> monogamous relationship. Yeah. But maybe, I don't know, maybe he's bisexual, you know? Who knows? Yeah. Some people are sexually ambiguous, as they say. But it was just so weird. It was just like Mackenzie was trying to, like you know, like weird her out. But apparently, no, she was all for it. Hmm. I think low key, Mackenzie pegged something. Well, well, this person said she doesn't actually like doing it. Like she's not, she's not enjoying it at all. So Kenzie was like, "Well, why are you doing it?" She was like, "Cause I love my husband," which I thought was sweet. That is pretty sweet. But it ain't gonna last, pal. Unless you're gonna grow you a set of balls and a dick. It's over. <laughs> uh, grow some hair on your face. Wake yeah. up and start shaving in the morning. Yeah, it was it was Babe. a little bit weird to listen Babe, I want to. you to take this dildo and strap it on and go ham on my cheeks. He even bought it in her <laughs> favorite color. <laughs> Uh, oh, I hope this person's watching the podcast. I don't think they watch the show. Probably not, because nobody does. But if 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 she just so happens to Mackenzie showed this to your friend, <laughs> your whatever her name is, your husband is a homosexual or or bisexual, but I think homosexual more. Yeah, and uh, real quick moment of silence uh, for Kobe Day. Uh, it is Kobe Day. It's R.I.P. to the legend. Uh, this is the day that he and uh, others passed in a uh, helicopter crash last year, starting off the crap show that was 2020. So we're going to do 24 seconds. Of silence. Actually, we'll do eight seconds. So eight was his first number. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us in that silence for the late great Kobe Bryant. And I, uh, I appreciate you, Just Mike, as being a Clipper fan for participating in that. I'm a Clipper fan, not really a Kobe fan. I. I I actually started to like him as he uh, as he was done with the Lakers. I thought he was doing some pretty impactful stuff. Um, but here's here's the thing about like uh, wait 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 wait. Dotty Five O says buying her her favorite color is the last straw. He's super gay. <laughs> <laughs> true, it's definitely true. Shout out Dotty Five O. That's funny. Here's the thing. For um, people die every day. People 
important people. They die every day. People that aren't famous. Sure. Um, and it's typically, uh, no one cares typically every day. And, and it sucks that Kobe Bryant died. Don't get me wrong. But um, typically speaking, I treat Kobe Bryant and every other celebrity exactly like I treat everybody else that I don't know. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I, rec I recognize that he was, you know, famous and he was, you know, doing things or whatever, but he's just another guy to me. Um, and I'm sure there are people out there like, oh, what, Kobe? Like, you don't know Kobe, nigga. Don't even, you can pretend like, you know, I'm going to make you feel better. But at the end of the day. Um, this oh, just hey. in, ladies and gentlemen. Nigga Goss Hello. is in the building. In the building? <laughs> we had to let him in. The elusive. The most elusive of all. Mm -hmm. The Ruskalos. He doesn't have a mic for some reason. Maybe he's getting pegged. <laughs> I'd say probably. If he doesn't answer in, in five more seconds, he's being pegged. What the fuck you gonna block <laughs> Do me for don't nobody want to be in your punk ass Zoom meeting, cuz. Oh, right. dang, he in here banging y'all. Yeah, now he's a crib out of all of a sudden. The Ruskalo's a crib. Damn. <laughs> this just in on the podcast. Negagos is a crib. Negagos from the C gang. I gotta up, wait baby? for you to let me in. The fuck? I don't know why it's like that. How do I fix that? Just oh. Uncheck a box, probably. Okay, I'm gonna uncheck this box so so people could just jump on the show if they have the link. Am I able to kick them out though? If if probably if you're shit. So all right, let's let's see what that box. I'm gonna try to uncheck that. So so Negagas, thank you for joining us on this Kobe Day. Uh, yes, sir. Podcast. As uh, every day is Kobe Day. Every day is Kobe Day. You gotta live every day with that mamba mentality. Mm. Yeah. Preach, I guess. What was your <laughs> what was your what was your favorite Kobe moment? I don't have a favorite Kobe moment. Uh, give me give me like three memorable Kobe moments. I mean all the stuff that you see, bro. It's in all the clips. It's in all the in memoriam videos. There's no top three moments because it's Kobe that you grow up watching this man and he's just a larger basketball figure than you there you go no so all the championships all the accolades LA live should be renamed Kobe Bean Center mm. yeah I um I do have a, a a favorite Kobe moment. The favorite favorite Kobe moment, and I think it just kind of speaks to the person. Dwight Howard, since huh? you're a Magic fan. Well, no, not that, but just when when he got injured and he blew out his Achilles, and he free throws. He went back and and did sink the free throws. Like he not just not just sink the free throws. Walked off after that. That just that speaks to the. To, to who he was as a competitor, but just as a person. Um, 
and something about that just stuck with me and it was like one of the one of those scenes is just like wow well i literally felt at that moment like i was watching like one of those greek heroes or something that you talk about like that in in school where you learn about like the legends like achilles yeah, I felt like <laughs> I had to. Why not? I, I felt like I was I was learning about Achilles right there. That's what it was. Like that was a, a moment too big for TV. That's, for sure. that's movie shit right there. I do feel like a lot of the times that he personifies a lot of the a lot of Gen X competitiveness. Um because I feel like the next generation, which obviously is um, you guys, which is not necessarily saying specifically you guys, but just that next generation with everybody, you know, with participation ribbons and all that other stuff, it's just kind of, you lost a lot of that in that next generation. So even if you look a lot across the landscape of athletes, mm-hmm. football, basketball, whatever, a guy fucking crack a toenail, man, it's probably over with. My game is over with for sure. <laughs> Um, we feel like back then, even though Kobe's injury was serious, like very serious, he still went back, shot the free throws just in case, uh, it wasn't that serious. He's like, all right, let me knock these down. Let me go to the locker room and, and deal with this. Cause if he, if he doesn't shoot the free throws, then he's out for the game. Yep. And his thought says as well, I probably could finish this game. Let me go check this out in the locker room. But let me knock these free throws down first. Yeah. So I think with with the guys and a lot of the guys that I played with, you know, you know, coming up, like uh, Chitty, Chitty broke nine fingers. You know what I mean? Like it's just stuff like that. Like you think, man, these guys, like that was just pretty par for the course, you know, for guys that go out there and get hurt and keep playing. Chitty broke nine fingers. Yeah, all separate times. One of his wrists, or maybe both of his wrists, nine fingers. Damn. Mm-hmm. Different times. That's crazy. Yeah. That's super crazy. So, just the way you, you know, the way you think about it. What the hell was that? What happened? I don't know. It sounded all robotic. So, I saw a question online today that said, uh, you know, let all the athletes uh, on – it was on it was on Facebook and it said all the athletes in my you know my friends group think about if everything went right right in your career uh like in your in your sports career do you think you have what it takes to to have made it pro uh yeah I do so you guys are both athletes right um you're both lettering athletes mm-hmm. uh Mike I think in multiple sports Mm-hmm. Uh, Ruscolo, did you play any other sports? No, I just played basketball. I couldn't get that permission slip signed to go play football. Hmm. There you go. Mom thought it would be too tough, huh? Hey, nice, yeah. uh, nice call. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, so I lettered in a couple of sports, um, but but I also participated in that. So so tell me about that. Like, what about so Ruscolo? You you didn't answer it, so. Uh, just Mike said yes. We'll, we'll dig into that. But well, what do you think? Um, I think I could have got – you said professional, right? Yeah. 
I don't think so. You said you don't think so. So how far do you think it would have got you? Like if everything went, you know, according to plan? Maybe, well, because I'm me, I'm not counting overseas as professional. But maybe I could have played overseas somewhere. That's professional. That's professional to me. If you're getting paid to do it, I think that's professional. Yeah, if you can make what you're making right now playing basketball, you know. Yeah, I think I did that. Played overseas, maybe went to like a D2 school or something. So if everything went straight, Ruskalo. Okay, so tell me about that, Just Mike. Tell me, let's dig into that. Um, so I, this is going to sound like I'm tooting, but I'm not. Like, this is just the reality of it. Well, before, mm-hmm. let, me, let me preface this. I've watched a lot of football live and in person in high school. Um, you know, because both of my brothers played and all of my brother's friends played. And I'll, I've said this several times, the best football player I've ever seen in my life is just Mike live that I've ever watched and was like, this dude is amazing. This, this is no, like, I'm not just trying to toot your horn as well. Um, but I've, I've been on record saying this several times. I appreciate that. When did I get to a rodeo? A rodeo? Yeah. What, why are you just dick riding so hard, bro? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, <laughs> that was good. Um, here's the thing. Um, I I had a rare combination of things that doesn't that don't really show up very often. Um, and one well, it probably does show up often, but it doesn't show up. Um at the at the age that I was, I guess. Um, just balance and speed and power, hands, tenacity, and vision. As a running back, those things you have to have in order to succeed. Like, um, well, you don't have to have speed. You have to have some burst, which I had. Um, but I didn't, I didn't have really somebody in my ear telling me to take care of business you know, the non-football stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so um, so in high school, my fastest time that I ever recorded on the track was a 10-1. I don't count it because I never repeated it. The one that I do count is a 10-5 in, in 100 meters. Um, and so I had that kind of speed. I was a 4-4. Um, I, I, you know, I had a 36-inch vertical. This is in high school. So you, you're talking about, someone that's explosive, uh, typically never drops the ball. Um, and I didn't even, I hadn't even fully realized the understanding of the game yet, you know, like in high school and then in college, I was still learning football because I didn't start to play until my 10th grade year. So if I would have, like th- things could have fallen differently and I had an opportunity to go to the next level, which I played three years of college, um, absolutely would have succeeded in the NFL given the opportunity to do so. Um, but that wasn't, you know, the way things fell. And, and the, some of the athletes around me did go and, and have success. And some of them will tell you that they believe I could have made it too. Um, but ultimately that's not the way it went. I still played a lot of football after, so I can't even say that, thank goodness I didn't because you know, my brain's intact because it's not. <laughs> <laughs> but 
uh, ultimately, man, yeah. Like, I don't I, – like, do I wish that I could have tested my medal against those guys? Absolutely. Just so I could know. Yeah. But I did play against some NFL athletes. Yeah, some, some guys that are that are in the NFL, right? Or that yeah. were in the NFL. Yeah. I, I gave them work just like I gave everybody else. Um, and I went and competed against um, other pro athletes um, in the Arena League uh, and gave them work too. So not – not concerned with whether or not I had the ability to play. I just wish that I could have put it on film for myself. Yeah. So, so Ruskalo feels like overseas, he, he could have made it. So I played a couple of sports. So boxing is a little bit different to, to say that you have the skill to go pro. Isn't really, um, I mean, isn't really a thing you would have to say, like be a champion in, in, in right. that aspect, because right. anybody could go pro. You just buy a license. It's a thousand dollars. Um, so you buy a license. Um, but I play water polo, uh, and I ran track. Um, I, I played basketball freshman year, but not much more than that. Uh, um, water polo, I was really good at, uh, but at, their only league is overseas. Um, they're like the only professional leagues. They, they are overseas. Um, just height, um, and, and body type archetype, um, I don't think I would have I would have made a squad. I mean, I would have got the tryout because I was really good, um, but I just I, I didn't pass the eye test. Um, so so I don't I don't think I would have made it pro in that sport per se. But I really did love it. I, but I actually loved the high school experience more than I liked the college experience because right. I did I did go to like a JUCO for a little bit and, and try out for the team or whatever. Um, and then my buddy who went to a D1 college and played D1, he came back and told me, like, man, you had a really great understanding of the game and you probably could have did well. Um, I got recruited by UCLA, USC for, like, a half scholarship um, uh, after I graduated. Um, but I just – I don't feel like – like, if you look at water polo players, they're, like, 6'3", six, 6'5", six, you know, they're these big, tall, lanky dudes yeah. uh, with, like, stupid long wingspans. Uh, you could have just been the stud web of water polo, bro. I yeah. mean, I, I, maybe, but um, I okay. There's Nate a guy Robinson from the, the younger listeners. Maybe. Oh, yeah, Nate Robinson. Yeah. So, so there's a guy <laughs> named Mike Hoy, and Mike played for uh, Crescenta Valley, and I hate Crescenta Valley, and as much as I hate admitting it, he's probably the best goalie that I've seen live. And I've watched a, I watch a lot of water polo as well. Like, he's one of the best goalies I've ever seen. And uh, if that's where I had to be to make it, uh, he was too far ahead of me for to make to make it. Yeah, so he's a big guy? No, he was about my size, too. He was, he was a little bit taller than me, so maybe, maybe you know, 5'9", five, 5'10". Five five mm. um, he wasn't 6'2", 6'3", nothing. But if, if, if I had to be there, he was better than I was. Right. Yeah, like the funny thing, like looking back at high school, in my in my senior year, I never I didn't feel like anybody was better than me. I didn't feel like that. Like I'm sure that there are people, well, in any team that we played against. Like I felt like Chris is better than me, um, and Lester, but I didn't feel like that I felt like that was it. So I I, I, I actually I love Lester Towns. And by the way, Mackenzie, no, it didn't get tiring treading water. That's what we practice for. Um, but uh, 
I, I actually love Lester Towns. He's still a friend of mine to this day. But I honest to God think you were just a better football player than him. Like it, it was more dynamic watching you than it was watching Lester. Fair. Now, now Chris also was very, very phenomenal to watch, especially in high school where he's playing every damn position in the world. Yeah, um, for sure. You know, he's Bugs Bunny. He's throwing the ball to Chris McAllister, throws to Chris McAllister, you know, for a touchdown. And then Chris McAllister kicks the touchdown, you know? Yeah, it was right? ridiculous. You know, um, so that that was all exciting. But <laughs> yeah, that happened. But yeah, uh, he was the punter. <laughs> he, was, he was the quarterback. He played corner opposite of me. Like, was, he the, was he the guard? Was he, he's he was a coach. Yeah, he was the coach. The other guard and the coach. He was he was ridiculous, man. Dude was stupid talented, man. Yeah. And yeah. I felt like he was a better player than me. Um, bigger, faster, not stronger, but his you know, his vision was really good uh as a runner. And we're talking about a guy whose pedigree is his father was in the Olympics. I think maybe a world record holder at one time or like world record competitor. College, he was a college record holder for right. a long twenty six foot long long jumper. Right. Um so. So he had a he had a huge pedigree. Yeah, for sure. And then that training coming up, you know, so he understood yeah. he had been playing for much longer than me. Yeah, uh, there was he had like that advantage. And then on the track, he was slightly faster. He was about three inches taller. Um, so he's just dealing with that, like just overcoming that, like. Um, and he was the person I looked at as my direct rival. So I was always trying to outdo him. Um, and it's not to say that I hated him. I, I wanted him to succeed, but I just wanted to succeed more. So I hated Mike Hoy because he was on a different team, but he was definitely my rival. Like I set the single season block record and career block record at Pasadena High, and this dude had more blocks than me. Like, yeah. damn it, you know. So I, yeah. I didn't. He set the Pacific League record, and I was I was second to that. Um, my rival was my coach for not giving me playing time. Hmm. Yeah, so uh, Rusko is actually a really <laughs> he was a pretty good basketball player. You I mean, you're you're really good. Um you know, so I, I think I think maybe overseas would have been a good it, it probably would have been a good destination for you. I mean I know I know lesser players that have gone overseas and played. Yeah, so do I. I mean I I don't I've never seen you play Ruskolo, but I know players who don't who I didn't think were super good over there that have gone overseas and, and, and made a living. Should have yeah. did it, bro. Should have did it. Yeah, yeah. And plus you get over there and pray in a whole bunch of Euro chicks and come home and act like it never happened. <laughs> <laughs> it just was an interesting thought, you know, to just kind of reflect and like, man, could I have actually made it in my sport? Yeah, I mean, that's a good, um, that's a really a good, um, discussion piece. Um, yeah, I wish G five was on here because we have this conversation about his his team and and just you know like AAU teams and stuff like that in general that are always selling the dream of like getting the person to the NBA. You know, because there's only so many teams, there's only so many roster spots. You know, right? And, and there's so many people actually going for it. You know, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've had I've had I've gone and spoken to. Uh, Lester's team. Lester asked me to speak to his team, and I, I, I laid it out pretty, pretty, um, pretty plainly for them guys. Man, uh, first question was, how many of you guys gonna, you know, feel like you, you're gonna make it to the NFL? A whole bunch of those guys 
raised their hands. I said, so here's the reality. Likely, none of you make it. <laughs> that's, the, that's the truth. So Great now, talk. Yeah, so now what are you going yeah, to do? Good, good talk. Yeah, was, yeah, I was like, so look, I'm not saying you guys aren't going to make it, but if anybody makes it on this team, it's probably going to be one, max. Like, junior college guys don't typically go on forward from, from at the time, Glendale, and make it to the NFL. Like, like, so now what is your plan after? Like, that, nobody ever had that conversation with me, you know, growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like, oh, nigga, you going to the pros. And I'm like, all right, cool. I'm going to the pros. Like, fuck, I need all of this shit for it. Right. And so that was kind of the point of that whole discussion, me having it with them guys. Was, all right, so you think you're going to the pros. You're probably not. So what are you What are you going to do to make money? Mm-hmm. Um, selling dope, not really, not super lucrative anymore. <laughs> so you guys need to figure it out. So... Yeah, and the penalties was way higher, you know. Oh yeah, those penalties are super high. Now so it's was, not- that a, was that a uh, a wake up call to sort of look for a plan B, or was it the Shack motivation, where it's like I'm gonna tell this dude he ain't got what it takes to get to the next level, and let's see what he does. No, Shaq is an idiot. That whole that whole conversation was stupid as fuck. Donovan did exactly what he should have done and said, yeah. Who are you? But um, no, it wasn't a wake up call. It wasn't. It was. It was. It was a. It was a. Um, a call to action. If anything, like, hey, like you, you're probably not going to make it to the pros. Like that's a lottery ticket. But here's what you can do. Since you're here, keep working on your school. Right. You know. Also, also try to make it to the NFL, but work on your school because chances are you're not going to make it, and you should be prepared for that. So that that ultimately is kind of the conversation uh, that like me and G five had, which was like, okay, you can shoot for the NBA, but you know his goal is to get kids to college, right? Right. And uh, Donnie five O chimes in here with a, uh, um, I would have went D one, only nothing more. Four years of college would have been his ceiling. That's that's what he I said. would agree with that because just size restrictions is very yeah. difficult. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, yeah, that's you know, if everything if everything went exactly according to plan. Yeah. Um, you know, that that's just so such a such an interesting conversation. Then that's what I keep telling G five about that situation. Cause like in the best case scenario for for every kid, you know, some of these kids just ain't gonna make it. Yeah. It's just the way that it is sometimes. Some guys they're, they're not even gonna make it to college, dude. That's absolutely true. A lot of these guys just don't physically have what it takes um, to make it. Like, it's just the way that it is. Some guys are too small, too slow, too fat, too lazy. Whatever the thing is, they just don't have it. Um, And then some guys just have all of the things and don't get the opportunity. Yeah. So, you know, they just, mom is poor, dad's poor. Gotta gotta stop playing ball and, and gotta work to support the family. Get a get a girl pregnant. Um, coach don't believe in him. Um, like imagine Michael Jordan didn't make his team, so he what imagine he he's like fuck it, I ain't going, I ain't make it. So here we go. Like I'm gonna go do something different. Like that can happen, you know. How many of those Michael Jordan types 
that had the skill that he had didn't make the team and then said, fuck it after. Right. So I think, you know, there's probably a, a zillion stories out there like that. Yeah. Um, no doubt. So, yeah, like, I, I mean, but with that said, a lot of these motherfuckers think that they're better than they are, especially right now. Yeah, it was interesting to see the conversation uh, happen and, and like almost the, the non-reality of some people's imagination. Yes. And that's, you know, it's the same, like imagine a, a, a world where you have Simon Cowell and Paul Abdul and Randy Jackson all judging your ability to play whatever sport. Mm-hmm. You know, and 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 you do you do that sport, and then right after, you stand up before them, and they have to critique you in the same way that they did back in American Idol. Right. Um, like, see, see that that's my point, and that was my argument with G Five. Uh, we had this argument a while back, but like, is it going through going through all these like holdbacks and all of this type of stuff? Is all of that worth it when your odds are so small? No, it's not. It's it's like buying five lottery tickets as opposed to one. Right. In my opinion. Right. Like, but I mean, so odds increase and stuff like that, you know, they don't increase on lottery tickets. Every single line so that you get it's is just the same. not like yeah. The first yeah. one is the only one that matters. Yeah. Um but you know it, it just is so weird to me that parents are willing to hold their kid back because I've got people that I know whose kids are, you know, 19, about to be 20 year old seniors in high school. Right. That's, we knew those. (laughs) I knew those too, but they weldn't be held back. (laughs) They weren't being held back. Seniors in their old? Huh? What the fuck? 20 year old seniors? Yeah. Yeah. They get held back before high school. Yeah, like seventeen-year-old juniors or seventeen-year-old or sixteen-year-old, you know, sophomores. That's wild. I think that goes to sort of like just the culture. Like it's not just basketball. Mm-hmm. I think it's sort of in like the music industry too. Like when you hear somebody like uh, Lil Pump say he's better than Eminem or something like that. Like all the the fantastical self-belief like it's it's ridiculous yeah Yeah, i think it comes from from parents not telling their kids like keeping it real that's exactly my point like that's what i mean like you don't have somebody like on american idol telling you the truth about your shit like yo that shit whack 95 said he graduated with a 20 year old (laughs) (laughs) and we all know that person his name's taiwan golar Taiwan Golak, 20 years old. Yeah, Robert Nemhart was was about 19 or 20 when he graduated, too. Um, He was held back, though, for different reasons, not for, like, sports reasons. Yeah, for Uh, being from outside of the country reasons. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There's snitches on this podcast. (laughs) That's funny. Uh, Um. You know, another topic that, that's been driving me crazy, uh, I had this conversation with with, with uh, G5 as well. It's funny because we were talking on the phone and I'm trying to get him on the show because, you know, we're talking about these situations. But, uh, you know, we were both kind of frustrated one day. And uh, it, it was about, have you ever been in a situation where you have a significant other 
whether it's wife, girlfriend, whatever, your, your spouse, your mate, and then you're angry about something, you get mad, and then she gets mad at you, and for some reason, you find yourself like, like if you, you can't be as mad as her for some reason, like she's more mad than you. Oh. Uh, like her mad outweighs your mad. Yeah, my, my, my last uh, lady was like that. She was always mad about something. Yeah, but but it outweighs your mad. No matter what you're angry about or how angry you are, like because you're the, the man, huh? Or the cause? Wait, what? Or the cause? For or the, the cause. cause? Or the cause? Like it could be you could be angry over something that oh, you're significant. Yeah, she did. did. Yeah, yeah, she did. She did it. You're angry. Then for some reason she gets angry at you. And then now all of a sudden you find yourself like, why am I? What's going on here? Like I yeah. was mad. How the hell That's... did you out mad me right now? Yeah. I feel like there's just some manipulation that happens there. So that was when... my point to the situation, yeah. right? My point was um, specifically, I think it's manipulation of the vagina. Like, right. Yeah, like, see power. Right. Like they're making us back down. Because it's like if they get angry, they can go without sex longer than us, just biologically speaking. Mm. Um, from a biological standpoint, they can they can go without it longer. So if they get all pissed off at you, and then you go over there, you know, say, you're like, "Fuck, uh, you know, I want to want to do this thing." So maybe I should just try to, you know, apologize or figure this out. You know? Yeah, I'm petty enough to not care. Withholding withholding the goods, I'm typically like. Um, if you want to withhold on me for too long, you know, there'll be consequences. Or <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, but you so, won't do it well. Man. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's just, a, it's a weird thing that I've noticed that happens in relationships. Like it happens in, in all relationships is like, for some reason, the woman's mad outweighs the man's mad. And it's like, you realize that we can physically thrash you. There's no point of angeredness that you can get that will put you in a position to beat us down. Uh, I know a couple of chicks that can definitely beat down a couple of dudes. Yeah, but a couple. I'm talking about on a whole. On a whole, yes. Yeah. So, so it just was like it's a weird thing because most of the time, you know, if if it's two men and they're both mad, not mates, but just two two people that are angry, right? Uh -huh. It's like. The one who could whoop the other one's ass is usually the one that that wins this anger fit. Yeah, it's usually there's a diffusion that happens. The yeah. one that the, the usually the one that that has the most ass whipping tools. Yeah, is usually responsible for diffusing it or Correct. taking it to the next level. Right, escalating the situation or defusing the situation. So yes. Kenzie says that's toxic. Uh, happy spouse, happy house. F happy house, happy wife, happy life. Um, I yeah, I would agree with that. Um, Kenzie, hit me up on the on the uh, no, never mind. Um, <laughs> you know what I missed that you used to do, just Mike. Uh, uh, I just got hit with a uh, Nathan Dove chimes in with a, all the females just unfollowed you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck them anyways. Right. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that threw me off of what I was gonna say. Uh, that was funny. When I hit him with the O, hitting on all of the girls all the time. Who me? Oh yeah, this, yes, that, yes. 
when you used to do that. So so last week you had a perfect perfect opportunity to to hit on Holly Berry, which you usually know, would be man. like, hit Ooh. me up. Holly if Holly Berry is listening, by the way, if she is listening, <laughs> you know, hit up the podcast. I'm still trying to fuck. <laughs> oh just man. I mean, you know, I haven't changed. I just I've grown more mature, Halle Berry. I just, I'm just more mature. You know what I'm saying? I'm still trying to fuck though. You know, don't be the girl. Oh. I got you. That was uh, one of my favorite oh, points. And Ronda Rousey, she's still yeah, on my list. I know. Look, this is really. You gotta be quiet for a second. I gotta talk to Ronda. What? Look, Ronda. Hey, I know you got that ass beat a couple of times. I know you're not the champ no more. Like I look. Hey, I understand. Just come over, you know what I'm saying? We can talk, we can fuck, and you can get all your frustrations out on me. Hit up the podcast, it's all good. So he'll let you beat him, Ronda Rousey. Yeah, for sure. I'll let you win as much as you want. Let you on top. You pen me all you want. What's uh what's the flyweight's name that I like? Rose. Oh, Rose now my Eunice. Oh yeah. I'd pick Rose. Yeah. Yeah, but look. I just want you to know, Rhonda. Fuck what he's talking about. <laughs> Me and you. You, 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 you always gonna be much. Anyways, let's continue. Yeah. So I just find it like super manipulative and just super. It's not that it happens often for me, but it's it just one of those things that I just I find like, how was I upset about this situation, and then now all of a sudden I feel like I feel guilty. Yeah. The dynamics are different, like. Your wife knows you're not going to beat her ass. True. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So that dynamic goes out the window. Also, yeah. she she beats me. <laughs> she beats him. It's amazing. I, I knew it was I knew it was going to come, so I preemptively hit just Mike. <laughs> <laughs> so it was once, and you were out of line. <laughs> it sure. was once, and I was out of line. You got to do it. Yeah. Um, so Show my, fact. My, my thought on that is, yes, I think that happens. Honestly, I think that happens on both sides. Typically, someone gets defensive, and then they try and shift the, the argument in their favor. So, like, that does happen on both sides. I've seen it. I've done it. I ain't going to, like, sit and stunt like I haven't ever done it. Well, yeah. I was wrong, and then there's an argument. I'm getting yelled at, and now I'm like, why the fuck are you yelling at me? Or, like, I didn't do nothing. You deserve you to be. And then now with the focus is on the yelling as opposed to, the focus being on whatever I did, they got us in, you know what I mean? Like, so it's just a, a matter of people not wanting to take responsibility for the shit that they've done and, or, or just want to get defensive and not in a place at that point in time where they could deal with it yeah. properly, like an adult. <clears throat> yeah, it's just one of those things, man, that, that just, it's one of the mysteries of life that baffles me. And, and I, I think I've unraveled the mystery now that it's more about of like a sex thing, like a, a sexual power. I don't know. I think women want sex as much as we do. But yeah, but they can go. They can go without it longer physically. No, oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure. yeah. So, so physically, the male body is supposed to, uh, uh, like, rid itself of the sperm every seventy-two hours. Like it's, it becomes not healthy for you if you're not doing it that much. Mm. Like that's, that's how you, that's how prostate cancer and stuff happens. Like, just don't, don't your testicles hurt after a couple of days? Not mine, don't. But I've been fixed, so I don't know if that's a thing. That might that Wait. might be a situation. 
I don't know the answer to that, but I know I know after like you know a couple of days, my my junk starts to hurt. Oh, man, yeah, my balls are every couple of minutes. My balls was hot. <laughs> Shout out to Derek Lewis. <laughs> uh, what well, you got any um, any contributors in on this? No, no. The, for some reason, everybody's just kind of listening today, which is like you guys are lame as hell today. Oh, fucking weird. Yeah, that's a you just you're just listening to us talk. What kind of idiots would just sit here and listen? Fair. So Clippers lost today. Looks like, it's not dude. That's not a headline. Now, the headline is Clippers won. That's a headline. Clippers yeah, lost. Headline? That's Clippers inevitable. Record in NBA up until tonight. So but we lost tonight because we didn't have Kawhi or PG plan. Uh, Don't mention Paul George as a contributor to winning. Can I ask why they didn't play? They Is got the COVID. Not earlier. No, no, no they, they yeah. got COVID. They're on COVID protocol. Yeah. This is wrecking my fantasy, man. Man, you ain't the only one, sir. Shouldn't chimes in with a clipper suck. Um, I, I, yeah, yeah the, the clippers don't suck, sir. You know what? You suck. <laughs> I Yeah, I don't disagree with you. I think most of the people in the comments would also agree with that. But fuck them and fuck you too. Okay, yeah. slim. The but the good thing is, is the Clippers. However, don't suck. They're pretty amazing. So let me ask you a real question: Do you okay. think the Clippers have a shot at winning the title as long as LeBron James is in Los Angeles? No. Okay, that's fair. But, but what I do think is that uh, they could take him to seven. Uh, in the Western Conference Finals, and 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 at that point, shit, you could get lucky. Yeah. Okay. You know, like I don't think. Do I think that the Lakers are a better team? Yes. I think that the Clippers are good enough to, to put to force them to a seven, and then, you know, maybe he twists his ankle or he has a bad shooting night or something happens, and you can win. <laughs> like I don't think that. You know, anything can happen. You know, it is the NBA. Anthony yeah. Davis gets hurt, then I think there's a good chance that the Clippers could win that series. And there's always a good chance that Anthony Davis gets hurt. Um, yeah, that's true. So that's he's kind of like Blake Griffin in that way. Um, Ooh. And, and yeah. Damn. Yeah, Blake, I did not. I loved Blake as a player, but I hated Blake as the injury guy. Um, him and Chris Paul both. So... And, and, and so, yeah, like, I think that the Lakers are better on paper and in practice. Um, but I, anything can happen. Like, if you looked at – nobody thought that Cleveland would win that series against Golden State, and they shouldn't have. If Draymond Green doesn't get kicked out and then um, Andrew Bogut doesn't get hurt, they lose that series. But then everything turned on his head when that happened, and then there you go. You know, he yeah. shouldn't have been kicking people in the nuts. You shouldn't have been kicking people in the nuts. Hey, I don't disagree with you, but at the same time, that's the way it went. Donnie says they're uh, not on COVID protocol. They're resting for health reasons. And then he called them, you know, vaginas. And then he said it's load management. No, they have safety, health and safety protocol. Yeah, they're on COVID protocol is what I read. Yeah, that's what they're it is. They're just listed as that, but it's really using it as an excuse. I don't know. They, they have them out for several days. I don't think that they're, uh, if they, you know, whatever they want to. I don't, you know, I don't whatever if they want to rest cool I, I like to see some of these younger dudes get some get some time in 
um, before the playoffs come anyways. I'm hoping that Terrence Mann can carve out a niche for himself. Yeah. He didn't do it today, though. That's for sure. Well, because he's not a man. I mean, he is a man. He's just not the man. He is a boy, Damon. I'm a boy, Damon. <laughs> um, so, quick crypto uh, update. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I was just about to say, you know whose stock I wish I had? GameStop. Oh. GameStop. Dude, I'm not touching GameStop with a 10-foot pole. That shit oh. going to sink like a fucking the Titanic. Bro, at, at, after this moment, I would not purchase it. But I could be wrong because they could continue to pump it. But after this moment, I would not purchase it. It's at like $200 a share. I'm not doing no, it. If I had that like last year, man. I mean, it's just I mean, if you had it last week, dog. You still have to have a bunch of them in order to make it worthwhile. But so, what are some good cryptos? I'm I'm, I'm gonna start looking at cryptos. What are some good cryptos I can get? Right, so a good starter crypto. A good starter crypto right now, I'd say, is ONE Harmony. Yep. Um, RSR is another good starter. Yes, and sir. BT. Those are good starter cryptos, man. Chain. Yeah, once you get them. They're gonna shoot like crazy here within the next. I think I wouldn't be surprised because we're already still in a bull cycle. We're waiting for the alt cycle to start. Mm-hmm. That start up as early as February, like so, early early February. So I'm in O and E. Um, thanks to Just Mike, I got in at like two cents or three cents. It's at seven cents. Yeah. Uh, two two, two tenths zero. of a cent. Yeah. And now it's at seven tenths of a cent. Um. So you could literally buy a whole bunch for a small amount of money. Uh, and and then if it goes to one cent, you quadruple your money or some ridiculous amount. And I'm in V V chain, which which I did buy at two cents. And then it shot up to like four cents for a bit. And now it's back down to like two point eight cents, which is VET. I'm also in RSR, which I just got my RSR back. So I'm happy about that. Nice. Um and I got my US back as well. Uh so so I'm in UOS and and RSR as well. UOS we talked about a little bit earlier. It allows you to uh, it's a cryptocurrency that's going to be allowing people to resell their digital assets. So like those digital games that you download for PS4 and stuff like that, you'll be able to resell them uh, through USO. Um, you can't get into XRP right now, pretty much anywhere. Maybe on a forex change. Um, yeah, yeah, you can do it. Um, Uphold has it. Okay, so it's it's twenty seven cents. They're they're currently being sued by the SEC, but uh, they're probably going to come out on the other side of that the winner. So um, also think that XLM is great buy and Stellar Lumens, which I I think did I put you on the Stellar Lumens? No, didn't I? Didn't I tell you that I had it and then I sent you like the Coinbase link to learn about it? Yeah, right. I had it already. Um, but when you and I talked about it, I had just randomly got to it. Yeah. And uh, like, cause I was just trying to, I had made a couple of bad investments and I, I went to it and was trying to find some solace there. Then it started going down. I'm like, fuck it. I can't take it out now. It's lost too much. And then, um, so I stayed there and then I started learning about it. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, Oh, sweet. I accidentally Real- got something good. I just saw Donnie Five Wolves comment. It says, so what you're trying to say is the Clippers need a miracle to beat the Lakers, LMAO. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Basically. So, so those are some all good start-o-cryptos, starter cryptos. 
yeah. Stardo Cryptors. <laughs> That's what they are. I think um, Algorand is another good one. Uh, I think it has some long-term value, and it, it's, it's probably going to turn over here pretty soon. But in terms of getting good explosive uh, cryptos that um, don't already have a crazy buy-in, um, yeah, those ones that we mentioned. Um, and wait till April to jump in the stock market, right? Just Ronaldo, huh? Wait till April to jump in the stock market. Yeah, for sure. April, May, when it when it takes a shit. Um, also think that um, Cardano is another good one. Tezos, Ada, yeah, yeah Tezos is looking really good. I have some Tezos too, but I'm not really I'm not really super high on it. I just bought like I don't think maybe a hundred two hundred bucks. Just let it stake and just uh, collect the, the 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 interest on it. Yeah, I'm hearing that Tezos is, is making some really good moves. It, it had me curious about it because only a couple of bucks right now. And I was like, hmm. But yeah. obviously, I haven't, haven't gone into it to, to deal with it. But I have, like, I think the ones that I, the, the, the ones that I have right now that, that I'm most heavily invested in, I, um, in, in the research that I'm doing, these things are going to be explosive. Um, yeah. I think I'm going to be the first one to go. Um, followed by VeChain, and then once everything gets settled with XRP, I think uh, it's gonna shoot. I, I wish that I would have got in on on uh, e when I told you about it. Mm -hmm. I just wasn't prepared uh, at the time financially to, to commit to it because I was, you know, heavily invested in other things. Um, did, did you pick some up finally? No, I still haven't. No. Okay. At this point, I'm just gonna let you ride that wave and get and get paid. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm on there right now. I'm, I'm loving that one. It was a good look, too. I didn't even look into it at all. Um, I just was like, saw the price, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to dive in in a couple hundred bucks. And uh, yeah. I've, like, tripled my money my money since then. Oh, yeah. That's dope. Yeah. See, that's, and that was literally, like, what, two weeks ago? Not even? Maybe. Yeah, maybe two weeks, two weeks, a week and a half. Yeah. yeah. So I think VeChain is up and down, but it's already made you money, I think. Um, yes, sir. Yep. Two cents to three cents. So that's probably that's like uh 50%. Well, I'm still positive right now. I, I got it at like two cents. It's like almost three cents right now. Yeah, I, I bought it. It looks like I got it at a little under two cents. I mean a little under three cents. Um, so and it's kind of up and down. But I, I, I firmly believe that it shoots probably 20, 30 cents this year. So yeah, I'm good with that. Excited about that. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, to all of you who continue watching the show. Uh, we don't appreciate you at all. You're an idiot for staying this far. Yeah, for sure. Um, you, <laughs> why? Why do we do that? I don't know. Yeah. Should I play yeah. the outro? Should I? Should I outro it? Should yeah, I give him that. No, that shows respect, bro. Okay. All right. Give me the outro. You've been listening to the What Happens When podcast. Tune in next time to find out God knows what. There we go.